0: Welcome to this week's episode of Covenant Behavior Health Podcast. I'm Dr. Wilson, and we have a very special guest with us. It is Tina Wilson, who is our office manager and credentialing specialist. Tina is my wife of 26 years, and we work together as a team. And I thought about it being a unique opportunity to sort of share what's th- What's that's like working as a team, as a couple, uh, every day, all day, spending 12 to 14 hours a day at work, and then going home and spending additional time together. I often will have people come up to me when they find out that Tina is my wife. They'll ask me, what is it like working with your spouse? And I'm quite sure she's had uh those same questions too. But before we get started, so her and I are going to talk a little bit back and forth about what is it like working as a team, uh, and being married? Um, so, but before we get started, I want to invite you to visit our website at covenantbehaviorhealth.org. Uh, our High Desert Professional Counselor meetings are held the second Saturday of each month from 9 to 11. You can go to covenantbehaviorhealth.org forward slash HDP and you can find our Zoom link there where you can join us in our virtual training rooms every second Saturday of the month from 9 to 11. I want to also invite you to check us out on our social media outlets. You can find us on Facebook, on the Covenant Behavior Help. You can find us on Instagram at Disrupting Healthcare. And you can find us on Twitter at Covenant C. Well, Tina, I want to thank you very much for agreeing to be a part of this very unique Broadcast of covenant behavior help why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about yourself and um, I'm gonna ask some questions and we'll just take it from there
1: okay well most of you have already heard that I am the wife of Dr. Wilson but I am also the mom of Carleon Kaine and Karina my adult children that um I love and miss right now. Um, I work with Dr. Wilson, like he said, every day, <laughs> fourteen, twelve 12 to 14 hours a day. And uh, it has its challenges, but, you know, uh, the good outweighs the bad. So when you can work with each other and see each other every day and still get through the day and at night go home and and digress and and. And dissect that day together. So it's it has its challenges, but it it's still a, a pretty good pretty good deal I got going on here. So
0: I, I always have people come up to me and after we complete a seminar or workshop or I'm teaching somewhere, I'll have somebody come up to me and ask me, so this is your wife, so what is it like working together uh, with your wife? Uh, do you have that happen to you at all?
1: I do have that happen a lot. I have several people. Uh, they will come up and ask how that how we do it, because uh, sometimes, it, like I said, it's challenging and other days it's very rewarding. But it is it's something that you have just like a regular job. You have your your good days and your bad days. And and so I think that when it, you're working with your spouse, for me, when I'm working for my with my spouse, I can also uh bounce ideals off of him, things that I think should go one way and you know, and then I can get an idea from him like maybe no, we shouldn't do that. Do it that way. I think for us, what I really love about this is the fact that we can uh, work together and that we can help people. He does what he does for uh, Covenant Behavior Health and I do what I do. I am the office administrator. I do all the credentialing. I basically take care of all of our therapists and Dr. Wilson and our office staff, try to make sure that things run smoothly. And I think that he allows me grace. He allows me time. He allows me, um, he, al- he allows me to do what I think needs to be done for the office to run smoothly. So I think if you have that conversation with your spouse, if you do work with your spouse, you have that conversation. And know what your boundaries are. Sometimes it is very hard. I'm going to be honest. Sometimes it's hard to separate work from home or home from work when you work together and you work closely together and you work together all the time. So you need to have that balance. You need to know where home starts and work starts and where home ends and where work ends. So it it has its challenges, but it, it can be done.
0: I I would agree it does have its challenges um and I like to talk about some of the some of the, some of the good aspects of working together uh, as a couple as a team uh we've always worked together in ministry together we've always worked together in um in our counseling practice we've always worked together uh but it's taken on a new dimension uh more recently as we've expanded offices locations and added staff and so you've taken on more of a uh independent role where where you were just working with me taking care of me now I have to share you with everybody mm-hmm. else and so um and of course with more the bible says you know with more uh So much is given, much is required. So there's additional uh, burdens of responsibility. And so I know I've had to let go a lot of the stuff and allow you to sort of take control and manage that. And you do a very good job, I think, with managing our entire team. I think with managing me, you do a very good job. You are a great manager. Um, I know you, I love to hear you on the telephone when you're problem solving and working with patients, taking care of patients, you have my heart, uh, you have the master's heart. And so when you talk with people, you work to really try to take care of them and make sure that they get the best possible care, no matter what. And that's one of the things that you know I really appreciate is that I don't have to worry about that. Like you and I, we have the same mindset when it comes to that. Uh, we have the same overarching goal of taking care of each patient and making sure that they get the best possible care. And so I think that makes it very easy with that being the foundation, that makes it very easy for us to be able to do this. Um, I don't think I could do this. Well, if I could do it without you, I wouldn't want to find out. (laughs) So I don't want to try to do this without you. Because we are in sync, and it has been difficult. It has been rough in the beginning, working it out. We talked about several times about not working together and what that would look like. But we just couldn't afford that, though. Exactly. We could not afford that. So you sort of had to do this. And I think that because we've agreed that there is isn't an option for you not to do this, that that's has been one of the contributing factors to our success is that there isn't an option for you not to do this so it's a our running covenant behavior help is synonymous with our um our ministry it's one in one so we are team we are a team in ministry, and we are a team in behavior health. So we can't separate those two. That would be like saying, oh, I can't do ministry without you. And so I think th- having that type of concept has really strengthened us that when there are those difficult times, when there are those challenging moments, to really work through those because, well, oh, we got to get up and do this anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have an option. And so when I talk to people, that's one of the things that I will tell them because I'll have people come up to me and say, you know, man, it's got to be really hard. I could never work with my spouse. And I go, well, you could. If you saw what you did as Mm -hmm. a ministry, then it's the same thing. And so when it becomes a ministry, it's both of your heart's beats. And so you work together as a team to carry out that overarching mission. You know, a ministry is what you do. And that's what, we, I, that's what I think we do. We both work together, team, to carry out that mission. We have very different, distinctly different aspects of doing that. Uh, we have different uh, leadership styles. We have different uh, conflict resolution styles in doing that. But I think that, again, is what makes both of us so unique uh, is that we respect that about each other. And we still come back to the table, even after we've disagreed or had a conflict, we come back to the table and then we continue to work toward the common goal of taking care of patients.
1: Exactly. I think that's because, you know, you get in your mind like, OK, we are married almost 26 years, but this business that this ministry that we're in of taking care of, of people that have uh, behavioral health issues. That's like a marriage. It's a commitment. We have made a commitment to each other and we just can't fall out of that commitment just because we don't agree or because we don't uh, see eye to eye on something. I think to agree to disagree is is a great thing and I think we do allow, uh, we allow each other grace when it comes to that. Like you said, we have different, we, we lead different ways. We um, work in different styles. We have different ways of doing a lot of things, but I think that uh, I have taken this as a a marriage, like it's a commitment that I have committed myself to you and to Covenant Behavior Health, not only to Covenant Behavior Health, but also to the the success of Covenant Behavior Health. And God has given us this ministry. I believe so we have to do the best that we can and when we don't like something or we don't agree with something you just don't walk away from it you go back to the drawing board you go back and you communicate and you say okay how can we make this better how can we do things differently or what can I do to change you know I think it has to. You have to have that kind of mindset.
0: I agree with you. It, I like that analogy of it being like much like a marriage. Mm-hmm. It is a commitment. Uh, we've made the commitment. We've started on this path. Certainly, it is undeniably that God has blessed it. Amen. And uh, and we found favor of the Lord, and so we are committed to it, just like we are to anything else when it comes to God we don't get a chance to go oh this doesn't work Mm -hmm. oh this is too hard and then walk away so it is a unique challenge Mm -hmm. if anything Um, and so even when it comes to our eldest our son Carleon who is entering into his master's program for psychology we see him being a big part of covenant behavior health and and working and and being an active team member. And I wish everybody was, but of course, you know, uh, that probably will not be the case. <laughs> so if it's just Carling On, it's just Carling On. But it'd be nice if the girls came along, and they all have helped in some form yes. or some fashion with making forms, fouling stuff, doing all kinds of things. Um, it just really has become sort of a... Much like our ministry, it's become a team approach. I can remember when the kids were smaller, we would have them helping us make books, Mm -hmm. booklets, and making copies of things. And so I think one of the things that makes us successful working together as a team is that we approach it as a ministry. We approach it like a marriage, you said. Mm -hmm. And so we're both committed to that, and and the rest is history. That's all it takes.
1: I think so. Yeah, I think that with um, having that mindset, you know, when we were able, when God put this in your heart for us to start and and and, and birth this ministry in us, we we I think we knew that it was going to be a, a a hard road, um, especially moving from one state to another. But I think what has gotten us through this is the, the help and the commitment from each of us and from our children, from knowing that hey, you, we we need help. This is a family family business. This is a family togetherness. And I believe that with Carleon having the mindset to go into psychology, that that is his heart to, uh, to follow in your footsteps following your pathway which
0: i have strongly discouraged <laughs> i will say uh i have strongly discouraged for many years when he first announced this in high school that this was not a good ideal you cannot make money in this uh and it is very difficult work uh, i always thought he was going to be an engineer and i was so excited yeah. i was like oh this is great he's going to make good money and you know he's going to be independent and I can't remember when he told me that he wanted to go into psychology. I really tried to push him the other way, like, you cannot do this. This is not okay. And I had somebody, one of my mentors, talk to me about not doing that but allowing him to make his own decision. Mm-hmm. So I, I would say that absolutely it it, it is a blessing to see uh, it as a family and I hear you say business, and it is a business because mm-hmm. uh, there is the business aspect of it. But it's more of a ministry. But it, but it, it is it is more of a and that's I, I think, is one of the reasons why the kids actively participate mm-hmm. the way that they do. This is not only our li- livelihood, but this is our business, and the Lord has blessed us with wonderful therapists. Um, we have a great team. Um we have marriage and family therapists, we have sex therapists, we have substance abuse therapists, we have professional counselors, we have social workers, uh, we have case, case managers, we have nurse practitioners, and we have searched, interviewed, and brought aboard very qualified people who can carry out our mission. And I feel very safe with the team that we have in place right now Uh, and we're always looking to hire and add more uh, Christian-based therapists uh, providers to our team. Um, We are always looking to do that. Right now we are currently licensed to operate in the states of Missouri, Iowa, and California, Uh, but we do hope to expand some of that uh, very soon and so it this is a growing it's a growing business it is a growing ministry also for us um
1: it is growing and it's getting bigger and bigger and i believe that um we're here for such a time as this i believe now with the covid-19 i thought that it would kind of die down a little bit with covid-19 but it has not i think the covid-19 has um has enhanced some people's anxiety, and so I am glad that we are here. I'm glad that we are able to provide uh, telehealth services to people at this time, and, and, I'm, and I'm just thankful to God that he has allowed us to do this as a couple. Like you said, uh, we have friends that, I, I have friends that have said that they've tried to work with their spouse, and it just has not worked. And I think if you know that, if you know your limits, your boundaries, what you can and cannot do, to say that you fail when you can't work with your spouse, I wouldn't say that you fail. I think that you just know your boundaries and you know what's good for you and you know what's good for your marriage. For us, this has worked. Has it been easy? No, it has not been easy. We don't want to lie and say it has been easy. It has not been easy, but it is doable. It's doable for us because this is what we've chosen to do. Uh, if, I think, if you think that you want to work with your spouse and you tried it and things have not just been going the right way, there are ways to get over that. There are ways to get beyond uh, that. I think what Dr. Wilson says that, oh, I, people say, oh, I, I, I could never work with my spouse. Well, yeah, you really can. If, if the need presses its way that you have to. And so working with your spouse, is it easy? No. Is it fun? There are days that it's great because I get free lunch. <laughs> I get free dinner. So there, this is what we call our date. We have a date here at work. We go home and we just, you know, we just have, we just have fun. We have We do have fun there's days here that we have fun so um i just think it's been a blessing for me i don't know about you dr wilson but it's been a blessing for me
0: i think you touched on something very important talking about the boundaries uh one of the key so if i had to quantify like how to have a successful working relationship with Mm -hmm. your spouse one of the things I think is very important, and you've touched on it a couple of times throughout this conversation, is having those boundaries, those very clear boundaries of, you know, uh, there has to be a boss. Have to Every, have a conversation. Everybody has a boss. Yes. Um, there has to be um, uh, boundaries as to, like, who's in charge at home, who's in charge at work. And then you have to be able to shut off. And disconnect from that role Mm -hmm. when you go home. Like you can't carry that. It is no, absolutely. But I think that's the key, though. The key is when you learn to do that. Learn
1: it, yeah.
0: Yeah, when you learn to do that, that's.
1: And I think that's where I I've had to do that. I've had to learn, and I'm still learning where to do that because even as my my personality, I'm very I'm a strong-willed person, and um. So I have learned that, you know, I'm at work, I'm this person, and at home, I'm this person. And so sometimes it's hard to shut that off. But I have learned to do that, and it is learned behavior. It's something that can be learned. It's something that can be accomplished if you really want it to be accomplished.
0: Yeah, So, and another thing that just clicked in my mind is hearing you talk. You know, we do, we have that guarded behavior, mm-hmm. that public behavior, and then we have that private, unguarded behavior. And there's nothing wrong with that, Mm-mm. you know. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I'm one of those people, I don't have to be the boss. And so when I'm not the boss, I'm perfectly fine. I'm the boss in a lot of stuff that I don't want to be the boss in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm perfectly fine with not being the boss all the time. Um. But I think that when you identify, you know, um, what, what what your public role is uh, or out in the community in front of others, what the role is there and define that role. And then at home, what that role is and you define that role between each other. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. one of the key ingredients, I think, for having a successful working relationship with your spouse. Yes,
1: and once you learn those roles, once you can identify where those roles uh, start and stop, that will cut down a lot of conflict, uh, that will cut down a lot of miscommunication, a lot of hurt feelings, if you can learn where they those roles begin and end. And I am still learning that. It's a learning process for me, but it has... Uh, it has not deterred me, it has not discouraged me. It, it just makes me stronger that uh I'm here to do a job. I'm here to serve. I'm here to help all the therapists, not only all the therapists, but also Dr. Wilson. I'm here to help the patients to be the best that they can be and for me to be the best that I can be for our patient.
0: Yeah, I think that's that that's again I think would be uh the second key ingredient is when you understand who and why you do this. Yeah. When you understand who, as in who you are in this position, you are a mouthpiece of God. You are an instrument of the Lord. We are his hands and his feet. We are his voice to the hurting world. Mm-hmm. All right? So you understand who you are. And then you, when you understand why you do what you do, why we do this is because this is, what God has called us to do. This is our ministry. I really see what we do. Um, You know, I talk to many pastor friends. I pastor a congregation of roughly about five to 600 people a month. Mm. Uh, I see anywhere from uh, one to 200 people a week. That's what I see. And of course, not me myself personally seeing those people, but I oversee them. I'm responsible for their care and everything that goes on with them. So we have our clinical staff meetings, our clinical uh, supervision, and I am literally concerned and involved in every decision that impacts that patient. And so uh, this is why we do what we Mm -hmm. do is because this is my ministry is to take care of these people. I mean, we pastor, like I said, you know, we're 500 to 600 people you know, a month and that fluctuate ups and that up and down more or less depending upon how many providers that we have. And so this is a ministry. That's why we do what we do. When you understand who you are and why you do what you do, that is the second ingredient to being successful Mm -hmm. with working with your spouse. Number one, identifying those boundaries, making them clear. Understanding where those relationships, those duties, those job descriptions begin and end. And then number two, understanding who and why, who you are in this position and why you do what you do uh, is incredibly important to you being successful in this field. Yeah. So let me ask you this. So if you could go back. And change something in the past. Uh, I remember when we when we first got to California it was 2014. When we first got to California, 2014. Maybe I can't 2014, remember. 2014. <laughs> we first got to California, and I was working at the Marine Base as the Behavior Health Director, and getting tied up in that red tape again. Um, on a marine base, you know, with a certain amount of uh, military personnel being Army, certain amount of military personnel being Marines, of course, because I'm on a marine base and I am the behavior health director for the marine base, I felt stifled. Like, well, these people are on this base. They use the MWR, the morale and welfare recreation uh, amenables. Um, Here we are on a Marine base and we're telling these people, oh, well, you're technically Army, so you can't have access to this. But DOD is paying you money. The Department of Defense is paying you money for these Army families to be on this base. I I just wanted to just treat people as what I wanted yeah. to do. I didn't want to have to go through all the red tape. And so out of that sort of birthed this where we went from providing those services in Missouri and Iowa, uh, and then transferring to a five oh one C three and now in, you know, incorporating as a non for profit organization, uh, here in California. We I had to I made a decision to leave the Marine Base and to do this you know, sort of full-time, mm-hmm. 24 hours a day, seven days a week um, as a practice. And there was the birth of Covenant Behavioral Health out of that. And so immediately you came on the scene and started helping um, and just have become this, like I said, I can't even, I don't want to imagine. I'm quite sure I could try to imagine Doing this without you, but I don't want to imagine doing this without you. You are such an incredible asset to our team, uh, to the patients, and you really do make life better here at work uh, because you see the big picture here. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. the big picture of taking care of patients. That's what's important is that we take care of patients, we provide them the best possible care. Uh, as representatives of not only of Jesus, uh, we're representatives of Jesus. Uh, and second, we're representatives of uh, me and you, you yeah. know, an extension of us, how we would treat people. And so I think that those are some of the qualities or some of the principle the guiding principles that make you successful as a team working, as a couple working together as a couple uh you can be successful by understanding uh those boundaries understanding who and why you do this and just the big picture yeah the big picture here the big picture here um we both we want the same thing
1: we do we want the same thing and that is for the 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 quality of life of our patients to be changed and also to enhance that um, and to touch everybody's life that comes into contact with us. We want them to come out of this situation, out out of our office, even from talking with us. We want them to come out with a better outlook on life, that there is some hope, not only with the therapy side of it, but with the hope of Jesus also. We want to give them that hope. That God is can be the center and the foundation of who they are and what they do.
0: Yeah, and of course, I'm I'm very careful n- never to overstep my boundaries when pastors refer patients to yeah. us. That they have a pastor. Uh, my goal is to get them unstuck and back on track and mm-hmm. moving forward. Uh, being translated into that perfect image of Christ, and so I see us really as a team with pastors. We we don't we never replace the pastor. No, we never no. replace the spiritual authority of a pastor. But what we do is we come alongside that pastor and we help that pastor complete his mission, the yeah. individual's mission that God has called him to do. And that's different, I think, from pastor to pastor. That's different. I mean, we have an overarching mission, which is you know baptize believers in Jesus' name and see them filled with the Holy Ghost and live a holy and sanctified life. But then we each individually have that, you know, have those missions. And they're different from church to church, Mm -hmm. those missions are. So our goal is to really come alongside them and help support them in that aspect. And I think that's, again, is the reason why we are successful with working together as a family. All right. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate you sitting down with me and having this conversation. I know people have asked for it. And so I wanted to uh, make ourselves available and what we think it takes to be successful in working together as a couple. And dare I say, as a family. Yeah. As a family. Yeah. Well, this is Dr. Wilson with Covenant Behavioral Health. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode.